and we need to be getting to a place where we are using land more efficiently. And it's interesting actually because our guests in studio today are the next generation coming up and they're going to tell us exactly what the experts are doing wrong. I mentioned last week that I was going to be paying a visit to the transition year students in New Park Comprehensive in Dublin and I did that this morning and I went in to meet them because they're they're start they're engaged in a course of property economics and I'm not sure that they they believe or they trust or they have confidence in the experts to fix the housing crisis. And when what, I went what, in... This why, why, would you, why don't we switch to them instead of... We'll get back to Patrick later on. Patrick Follett. Excuse Absolutely. my croaking voice. I don't know where this croak came from, but um, I woke up yesterday morning and, and, and there it was. But anyhow, um, we might get just back to Patrick in a few moments. But we have um, Dennis O'Connor and Solight from New Car Park Council and they're with us, as you say because they want to talk about projects that are working on in their schools. So, um, Carol, why don't you just take it up with them? Okay. So, as mentioned, I was in the school this morning I'm, and I can tell you they're, um, they're an innovative bunch. Not a very talkative bunch, but an innovative bunch. Well, we'll see about that now. <laughs> now. Now we're on air. Well, I can tell you <clears> now, they, they, um, I spoke with their teacher, Miss Ahern, and I know that they've been doing some tremendous work. So, we're joined in studio this evening by two students from New Park Comprehensive, Dennis O'Connor and Saul Light and they're going to talk to us. I mean, Dennis, we'll start with you. You might just explain what the programme you're doing in Transition Year is. Uh, so basically, uh, the class there is creative solutions to the housing crisis and where you can find affordable housing going forward to in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was, you know, the Tree Arena, uh, they're building a building called the Exo Building, which is uh, is actually just placed there, I think, two years ago or whatever. Um, That's and right. basically, it's apparently going to be one of the tallest office buildings in Dublin. Mm-hmm. And it was bought by a European investment fund b- from NAMA. Uh, personally, I think that the government uh, had an opportunity to buy that that big open area near the Tree Arena, and they could have built affordable housing for the Ringsend and East Wall community, uh, so that people would be able to live where they were grown up in. Mm-hmm. So, but, but the question there then, is, Dennis, is that could have been, do you know if it was designated for, for housing or designated for office space? It was actually designated for office ah, and it still right. is designated yeah, for yeah. But I'm saying that it would have been an opportunity for the government to be able to mm-hmm buy and be able to make affordable housing. Right, yeah. I I actually think that's a really important point and in fact um, one of the points I made with the students this morning is that sometimes the experts are a little bit blinded by what they know that they don't look at at the opportunities and in fact by taking in the opinions of the students who are living in and around Dublin they're socialising in and around Dublin and and, um, all of their hobbies are in and around Dublin so they actually have a different perspective on the city and how it should be used so it's not I I don't think it's, it's good enough to say that land was designated for one use so therefore it gets used as that I do think that we need to consult with the public more and say how ought this be used how ought this land be used and that's maybe what didn't happen or if it did happen um, how how so that, community wide was that consultation city council planning I suppose Carol would it um, but, um, well it's more actually that we're getting to a uh, we're asking the question about public consultation are the public being consulted with and if they are are all sectors of the community being um, being engaged with and I'm not convinced that they are because in fact we sorry um, one of the things we saw this morning is that the community in the schoolroom 
didn't realise that they had a voice in the mm-hmm. planning um, mm-hmm. and, and that's something that's missing. So what I want to do is say, OK, if we were to look at the affordable ho- at the affordable area for Rings End, how would you have proposed using it? Um, well, instead of building office spaces, uh, I think that they should have built like maybe apartments mm-hmm. instead because it is going to be the tallest building mm-hmm. in Dublin mm-hmm. um, and they they should have put it to use you know a lot of people it, near Rings End and the East Wall or even in Dublin can't really afford you know the, the housing and it, it's very hard for them to be able to afford rent and even like the prices for the houses are going up massively sure. um, and it would be better if the government had stepped up and actually was able to buy it to make affordable housing. Do you know how many floors are going to be in this? There is going to be seven, no, it's going to be seven floors. Seven. Seventeen floors. That's right. Seventeen floors. And it's all going to be used for office spaces. Okay. Um, but I also heard that it might have been, there's going to be half of the side is actually also going to be used for a luxury hotel, but I'm What's not that? sure how mm-hmm. true that is. But ironically you speaking, know? too, that is a very good point you make, Dennis, because if you go up from there, it's Spencer Dock. I mean, yeah, it's full of very, very expensive apartments. Yeah. And certainly, most people in that area, certainly, and I mean, I, I won't even talk about that area, I couldn't afford to live down there. And I believe that most of them are corporately um, rented now at the moment. So it's not giving anyone down there a look-in at all in terms the, of living. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that the fact they're building luxury hotel like mm. that's just really mm. in my opinion is kind of rubbing in yeah. your face okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, and actually that, look that's a really good point um, I think the most um, pertinent thing there is as Dennis said we need to be building homes for people who have grown up in that community so we don't have a situation where people who have grown up in the community their parents might live there they want to live there they want to raise their families there yet they're pushed out because of affordability issues so actually Dennis I, I think you're spot on and it's something that actually the experts in the industry were probably very late to recognise so thank you for that thank you. and I believe Patrick Fonan now is back up in the up in the do you want to we'll bring in Saul okay yeah Saul yeah. so um, so Saul you've been looking a little bit further than the three arena site you're mm. interested maybe in issues outside of the capital yeah um, I found there was an abandoned derelict uh, industrial buildings around Hoth and I actually just recently found out that they are building there and they are doing apartments and they are providing a lot of housing space and I'm also confused why they're not doing that as where Dennis said. Yeah, I look, yeah. That, that's, that is such an important point. Um, so as part of your course, have you guys be actually been taking a look at the city to see where there is unused space or underused spaces? Yeah, we've been... Um, well, we've been looking a lot in rural Ireland and we've been looking in mainly centre town areas where there's a lot of derelict uh, buildings where squatters are. Very good. Um, and thinking about renovating the houses. And bringing those homes back to use. And yep. um, and again, that's a very important strategy. But Saul, you might just tell us a little bit about the school projects there. Um, some of the ideas that you guys had to tackle the housing crisis. Um, well, some of the ideas were, as in such, the M50. Mm-hmm. There was, I do believe in England, there was a proposal of building above the railway tracks and making a platform so that houses can be built on top. And uh, I researched that the M50 is, I do believe, 53 kilometres long okay. and that the diet is 45. 
So that is a lot of open area for us to build up platforms and then put houses on top. Mm -hmm. So essentially, it would turn those into not subterranean, but they would effectively, there'd be a whole lifespan happening over it. Over the motorways and over the dark land. Yeah. um, That's an interesting one. Because there was was also a proposal there, wasn't there, to build houses over the canal? Yeah. Oh, oh houseboats on the canal, was it? Well, no, I think oh, they, were, was, they had. It was also. It, it was basically uh, they were thinking of building houses on, you know, the River Liffey. Right. But there's mm. a lot of safety precautions they need to take in effect because yeah. if it's windy or if it gets very, you know, if a child falls into the Liffey, they're going to go yeah, away, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's. it's. I don't think it would be a really good idea. I think it would be a good idea and a bad idea. But yeah. they have to take the safety precautions yeah, into effect. Yeah. And there was also talk Before. of building houses into Leary Harbour. Well, and actually, uh, that's, that's something that the, the guys were talking about today as well the floating homes in, yes. in Dunleary mm-hmm. Harbour. Again, that's another solu- or another potential solution in order to, to provide homes. Um, one of the other things we spoke about when we went into the school was about forms of rapid build or modular construction. And I, really, I made the point that a lot of these solutions need to come from outside of the industry and from the next generation people who who are having trouble um, fitting in to the to the housing market and I'm conscious that we were speaking to what ages are your class 16? 16 thereabouts so we're conscious that these are people who are going to be likely using the student accommodation over the next number of years so affordability across all sectors of the market is very important but can you can you tell me for the project for the rest of the year where what would you like to see achieved over the next year um, I would probably like to see if we could possibly suss out um places more places that we can actually build uh you know affordable affordable housing, affordable housing uh, <laughs> because it would be it would probably be massive opportunity for the school mm-hmm. to be able to do that and to help people who really don't have that much money uh, to help them get into affordable housing would be absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think it will reduce the stress of the people you know, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. are you know, f- f- uh, struggling. For lower paid people. For lower paid yeah, people, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's badly needed in Dublin. Yeah, and I think w- what I really say is the real estate is, if you're buying a real estate, as again, it's mainly going to be the rich people mm-hmm. who are buying them because mm-hmm. they, they can also buy it wherever they want, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's not fair on the... Well, obviously it's down to availability yes. as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact is that there isn't much affordable housing on the market at the moment anyway. Yes. You know? no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I have to say, first of all, thank you both so much, Dennis and Saul. Thank you both so much. And also, thank you to Miss Ahern. You're so lucky to have somebody who's so innovative and looking yes. for solutions outside of the school. So that's at New Park Comprehensive. And in fact, what I would do is do a call out to anybody in the industry who's actually looking to partner with the school on a CSR project. Here are a bunch of students. They're coming up with lots of innovative ideas. They want people to go in and and help them. They want. They they need support to do this. And I think there's some resources there that could really be put to use. So I would like to thank you both so much for coming in and.